Welcome back to the Messy Reality Breakdown with your boy, Ray. And your girl, Lily. This is the podcast where we break down our favorite reality shows in the name of fun, shade, and a splash of messiness. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing, I'm doing great. We have, every time you say that, I just like crack up, trying to hold it. No, I want but you to laugh. But I'm, I've been doing great. How about you? I've been doing okay. What have you been up to on our little hiatus? Yeah, well, this, when was our last podcast? Was it in um Who even April knows? It's May? been a minute. It was May. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was April. It definitely wasn't May, so it hadn't yeah. been April. Yeah. <laughs> so, since then, I think a highlight, well, a highlight that I've done since then was do improv. Mm. And I want to do it because my friend of mine was just saying, you know, you should get out there and do it. And like, he told me about this, like, a few years ago. But Is he I was, into, like, acting and improv? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just scared because, you know, I don't want to... I'm a naturally introverted person. I don't like to go out there and like put myself out on the there. front stage. Mm-hmm. But it actually wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And since it was an introductory class, like all of us were new. So it's like we were all at the same level. So you didn't feel like you were in competition because everyone mm-hmm. can be humble because we're all yeah, shy. Exactly. And I think it's a good place too because you can just be like weird. And I don't think, you know, you don't, I don't feel there's like a lot of judgment. You were in a judgment free zone. Yeah. Did anyone seem like they were in the same boat? Like, did they come off really shy as well? Or were they, like, naturally ready to be out there? I think it was a mix. Like, some people are naturally, you know, out there, you know, extrovert. And some people were kind of like, hmm, I don't know, but I'm here and I Mm want to see, which was me. (laughs) Well, I'm also excited because we are in our third season of this podcast together. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited because we are uh, doing this recording together in person, which is rare. So I'm happy that we got to do this in person versus um, from our remote areas. And what brings you to town? So, my mom's birthday was actually yesterday. Woo, woo. Um, what did y'all do? So, we actually went to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. It was her first time going and my second time. Well, where did you go your first time? I went with my godmother um, oh. like a few years ago. Okay. Was this where you're from or here? Um, In no- Northern Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we went there and it was pretty nice. Menu is just huge as fuck. I don't... I was overwhelmed, like, but I was like, I had a feeling I went to pass. I was like, I'm just going to pick through that. I think their appetizers and their dessert is what is their claim to fame. Obviously, cheesecake, so it's called Cheesecake mm-hmm. Factory. But I don't really like their their main courses. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, it's just basically, like, typical, fat, like, uh, chain restaurant food. I don't even know that. It just seems like it's, <clears throat> I don't know. But I, I've seen better. But I do like their appetizers. They have really good egg rolls. If you mm-hmm. go there again, try that. Uh, their salad is good, too. I had a big mm-hmm. A salad one time. But who mm-hmm. gives a shit? Listen, <laughs> what's bringing us back is that we are now covering um, our new show. And as we told y'all last season, that we're going to be covering College Hill. Yes. Now, Ray and I are a little bit disappointed because BET, why can we not watch Virginia State's season? Mm-hmm. Okay. Both of us are from Virginia. Obviously, that's what we would like to watch. So instead, because I'm not paying to watch <laughs> uh, College Hill, I feel like there's way too much free mm-hmm. television for me to be out here paying mm-hmm. um, to buy like a whole season. But we're going to watch one of the second best seasons. And I'm just saying that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which is South Beach. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, something coincidental happened while we were um, on break. And then it's kind of funny because we're recording today. But if you've been paying attention in the news, Mm -hmm. we've seen that there's been another landmark case. I guess you can say has been overturned. Uh, Yes. So they decided to basically strike down affirmative action. Um, 
Um, when it comes to that, um, race can no longer be taken into consideration when it comes to college admissions. Unfortunately, and it was a six to three decision. And of course, we do have a majority conservative mm -hmm. um, Supreme Court. So if you've been paying attention, there's been a lot of things that have been rolling back. So we'll say abortion, um, obviously affirmative action. Um, oh. Yeah, like, okay, abortion, affirmative action, uh, legalizing discrimination against LGBTQ plus yes. people. And it's kind of scary, too, because yeah. interracial marriage could potentially be on the line, mm -hmm. as well as um, LGBTQIA marriages mm -hmm. as well. So these are things that are kind of concerning. And before I really jump into this, I'm careful to say this, but I do feel like there was one justice, supreme, whatever, that was really selfish and they should have stepped down. And they didn't. They stayed until they died. Um, say the name. I won't say their <laughs> name. But I do feel like had they did the honorable thing. Well, no, let me not say that. Because obviously they dedicated their entire life to this country. And I do feel like it was honorable. But we are now suffering mm -hmm. based upon, I think, a selfish decision. Um, and this is one of those outcomes. So again, like you said, affirmative action has been overturned. It was in a 6-3 uh, decision. Mm -hmm. They found that Harvard University as well as North Carolina violated the Constitution. North Carolina uh, University, let me. Yeah, not University the, of North Carolina. North, yeah, let, not the actual state. Let mm -hmm. me clear that up. Um, but they feel like they violated the Constitution because they feel like they did admissions based upon race. Mm -hmm. And they said that it violated the 14th Amendments. Yes. And... You know, Harvard, um, because it was based off of Harvard UNC, they did release out a, release a statement. Harvard, um, one of them I'm about to read now, they said, the fundamental principle that deep and transformative teaching, learning, and research depend upon a community, compromising people of many backgrounds, perspectives, and lived experiences. And they continue by saying that principle is as true and important today as it was yesterday. So too are the abiding values that have enabled us in every great educational institution to pursue the high calling of education, educating creative thinkers and bold leaders of deepening human knowledge and of promoting progress, justice, and human flourishing. Basically, all that to say is that they stated that they will be following the rules of the court, whatever, that decision had just happened, but they are still going to take in the roles that, you know, diversity plays and people from different backgrounds play in, like, you know, making their school or like you know the world whatever a place mm -hmm. diverse yeah, yeah and i'm like you know i mean that's what they say at the end of the day i'm thinking because affirmative action obviously like getting it is awful i do wonder though it will be a change because they even in california they were saying like when they got rid of affirmative action there was a lower attendance of like black latino and indigenous students at these you know universities but I do wonder, and maybe it's just me being hopeful or naive, call me out. But like, even with this, the race factor being not considered, I feel like wouldn't universities still want more people of, I'm just to be honest, more non-white or just in general. A diverse. Yeah, because it's like you still want to, in a way, showcase that you're living reality with the times. And also you want to be, I guess, quote unquote, competitive. In but terms also, of the real world. to me... If this country is equal opportunity, then let it be that. Um, mm -hmm. You were seeing California, Michigan is also another state that saw um, 
a low acceptance rate yeah. of black and Latino um, students. So they said that it felt dramatically and that was just sourced from CBS mm-hmm. News. Um, a lot of the, I'm just gonna give you guys a couple of quotes for some of the, um, the justices. So Chief Justice Jackson Roberts said that the student must be treated based on his or her own experience as an individual, not on the basis of race. And he kind of feels like many universities have done the opposite. Um, There was another quote, excuse me. Okay, I'm going to mess up her name. Mm -hmm. Justice Sotomayor. Mm -hmm. Um, She says that the court cements a superficial rule of color, blindness, um, excuse me, a constitutional principle in a... I can't even read my own handwriting, <laughs> but segregated society where race has always mattered and continues to matter. And what's kind of funny is that one of the people who voted to have this overturned was a person of color who's also been, how do I, I don't want to say privileged, but he's. He's benefited, Clarence Thomas yes. <laughs> has benefited from affirmative action when he attended College of the Holy Cross, I believe that's the name of the undergraduate. Um, yes. He got his under the school of the undergrad. The name of the school he got his undergraduate degree. The reason why he even was able to go there is because that school was looking for more black students to attend during the time. So, and while I'm not really happy of who he is, but look at where he is now today. Who's to say that if he never was a beneficiary of affirmative action, would he be on the justice court? Mm-hmm. Um, or the Supreme Court kind of would have been nice if it wasn't. But, you know, yeah. you know, he this is what happens when you mm-hmm. get the opportunity to excel. Mm-hmm. But I think you make a good point about that. Like, I feel like when it comes to like conservatives in general, and if you're considering watching this audience, I really don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to say how I feel mm-hmm. that I feel like they just think, OK, well, I made it. But like, you know, forget everyone else. And that's just that mindset just irks me. It's a little hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah, We can call a a spade a spade. (laughs) Um, But then, of course, we know we have someone else who is of color. Mm -hmm. Please say her name for me. Um, Justice. Katanji Brown Jackson. Yes. And let's see. What did she sing? She said, with the let them eat cake obliviousness today, the majority pulls the ripcord and announces colorblindness for all by legal fiat. And, you know, on the other side, like I was saying with Clarence Thomas, He's saying that Justice Jackson uses her broad observations about statistical relationships between race and selective measures of health, wealth, and well-being to label all Blacks as victims. But... Like, acknowledging, like, structural... Like, acknowledging that Black people have suffered greatly in this country is not a victim mentality. It's just the truth. Yeah, and not everyone has the same amount of privilege. Like, I, I, I'm so mind-blown when people try to say that Privilege is not a real thing, specifically white privilege. If you grow up in a certain zip code, you're going to benefit more than someone who might be in the next zip code over. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in that school district, you may not have the money to afford to be able to move. You might only have certain opportunities. Mm And I don't know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. And I it is my fear that the schools moving forward may not reflect what the country looks like, which is diverse. So I don't know, you know, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And speaking of the privilege, I want to also bring up another topic. They The Supreme Court also struck down Biden's student loan debt mm-hmm. relief plan. Another 6-3 six, six, decision on ideological lines. Mm-hmm. So that's a blow. I want to also say this. Do not let... Um, Biden and or other Democrats, especially, say that they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Biden can use the Higher Education Act 
to cancel federal student loans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I just want to let people know because I don't like, you know... It's like it's a cop-out that exactly. he's strictly relying on the Justice uh, Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, though, is what I'm wondering, because like I said, I, I do wonder, like, what does this look like for the future of universities and colleges? But mm -hmm. I do feel like... Will we see an increase of black students going back to HBCUs? I mean, I feel like for the past few years, there has been an increase of more people, like, you know, black people attending HBCUs. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot has to do, I know you mentioned um, Beyonce's Beyonce. homecoming, honey. And I think even just like, I feel like post Trayvon Martin, especially, just everything that's happened, like waking up, you know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of, you know, millennials like mm -hmm. us, you know, Gen Z, you know. I think that sense of like, you know, black pride is still, you know, it's still there. relevant. And I think it needs to be as important now as it has been, you know, previously. Mm -hmm. I think it's sad. Like I said, that people might be robbed of opportunities to yeah. excel. It's kind of like you're saying we're not doing it based upon color, but I feel yeah. like color was the driving force as to why you got rid of yeah. affirmative action. Well, they took out the race. Like that's the specific part they took out. Right. So, you know, this is a racist country. And I mean, I think you can't deny that. And you got to pay attention. If you guys are not voting, you need to vote because mm -hmm. the more. If we continue to let conservatives run this country, we will be going back in time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's it's scary. It's like one hand, I I'm it's like I have a mix. I'm such a mixed bag. Like I. I'm scared and I'm mad, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like there is some hope. I hope there, there's I hope some hope there's, too. You know, I and I don't think now you may disagree. I don't have an issue with the country being a little bit moderate, right? Because you don't ever want to be on one extreme or the other extreme. But I feel like right now we're getting more to the extreme of people who are conservative, yeah. and I feel like we cannot allow. Um, the government to speak for everyone who doesn't yeah. necessarily feel that way. So I, I do find it to be, like I said, very uh, And they're a minority. Like, their right. views are not popular with the majority right. of people. Right. And it's not a reflection of this country. And this country is a diverse country, not just based upon ethnicity or race or whatever you want to call it. It's also religion and those who don't believe. I mean, you cannot force yeah. your ideas on mm -hmm. everybody. Yeah, and I'm just going to say it. Like, I do think Conservative values are a threat to our public life. And it is. I feel like if you want to live that within your household, you mm -hmm. want to maintain type of gender, you know, tradition. I agree. Fine. But don't force that on the rest Everyone, of us. Everyone. Right. You need to get out. Because we mind. thought this was a free country, but it's, yeah. it's not feeling that way. All I have to say, and I'm, you know, if I really want to, if I want to say, if I really want to say what I want to say, <laughs> you know, it, it'll probably not come out right. But I will say this. The Supreme Court definitely needs to face repercussions for their actions. Yeah. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. And I just hate that it's a lifelong role. Like, that's yeah. crazy to me. Because these are people who come from a certain generation, and this country is forever evolving. The generations mm -hmm. are forever evolving. And I just feel like it's not fair that we have people who are sitting in the Supreme Court who are not a true reflection of yeah. today's society, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Now, Jumping off the politics. <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up because we are covering a show that's based upon colleges. And mm -hmm. like I said, it's in the back of my mind. Will we see an uptick of students attending HBCUs? Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah. But anyways, we are covering College yes. Hill, South Beach. Mm -hmm. It's what? S season six. So this is the last one. season of College Hill. Is it really? Yeah. So they had... Let's, I guess we should also give a little bit of background. So College Hill has like six seasons. 
And I for, I know that they went to from what I I know I don't know the first two seasons. I think it was they went to Lincoln or Xavier University. I could be wrong, so call me out. But I know they went to Virginia State. Yes. They went to the Virgin um, Islands. They did. I remember that. And then that. they went to Atlanta, and then lastly South Beach. And now they actually had a revamp. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, how many seasons has that just been? One season. I feel like it's two because Nene Leaks was right. on last season, and then we had an infamous fight that they did not even show. No. And BT. I, mm. And I'm just gonna be honest. I have no interest. I in don't either. College show celebrity edition. So I'm sorry for people out there who who want us to probably cover. We're not covering. But it. you know, I wish <laughs> that the Zeus Network would have picked it up. Because even though I have no interest in watching it, I would have loved to have seen the fight clips between mm-hmm. Amber Rose yeah. and the Puerto Rican princess, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Would have been great. Ooh, Zeus is another conversation. Yeah, to- <laughs> I know. Now, I might have to break down and pay for Zeus. I don't know yet. Uh, well, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give a little summary. So okay. the summary is that eight new cast members arrive on a yacht and they're whisked away to their new home for the next semester. Instantly... You know, I'm telling you, I cannot read my... Instantly roommates. I can't read my own handwriting. Are sized up and they form bonds. And you also see some tension emerging. Mm -hmm. So I also, this episode aired, the first season... Well, this season aired in March, on March 24th, 2009. So, like I always like to ask, where were you during that time? You remember... In high school, it was my final year of high school. I graduated in 2009, a long time ago. Um, I probably had already quit Pizza Hut by then because that was my first job. I couldn't wait to work, which was crazy. Um, Silly me. Uh, But anywho, where where were you? I was a sophomore. Oh, I thought you were going to say you was in fifth grade. (laughs) I was a sophomore. You know, the year was about to end. So that's where I was during that time. And I did watch this um, season when it was actually, like, airing. Airing. So. Well, what brought me to wanting to watch this show, besides the fact that I was not going to spend the money (laughs) to purchase an entire season of Virginia State? Because, again, Mm. why is it not free? Um, But what brought me to wanting to watch is I remember there was an infamous scene between two people. And that stuck with me. I don't remember any other episode. I don't remember any of the episodes, honestly, from College Hill, mm-hmm. except for like maybe Virginia State when someone had fried chicken in the white blade and he threw up. Like that's all I remember. I might be making that up, but I, I just forgot about that. It's I, been a that, while. For that me. sticks out to me. But that was what made me say, "This is the season we have to watch." So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, what did you think of the intro? Um, it was, you know, just showing the nice Miami, you know, scene, like the beaches and the high-rise condos and the waterfront, you know, it was mm-hmm. a nice, um, uh, start yeah. to the show. Nice little, little Paul in the credits mm-hmm. doing a nice little Michael Jackson spin. <laughs> we'll get more into yes, Paul. Yes, <laughs> we will. So the first person to arrive and they're introducing us to you is Brandon. He's the first housemate. And he's introduced to us that he's from New York City. He goes to Florida International University. Mm-hmm. And he wants to play ball, which I won't say anything on that. No, say but, it. No, but what, <laughs> what, <laughs> but what I appreciate is that though he wanted to play ball, he realizes like that can't be everybody's dream. Mm-hmm. And so as a backup, he's actually trying to attend law school after this. So mm-hmm. good for him. Yeah. And, you know, liars tend to go to law school. Mm. I won't say that. People who are good at (laughs) my name is Raymond. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, um, 
So, yeah, I think that he'll make a great lawyer just based off of what I've seen further down the episode. Mm-hmm. The next person up is Tiffany. Tell us a little bit about Tiffany Ray. So, Tiffany, she is a junior at Florida Memorial University, and she's a biology major. She's a cheerleader for her school, and she also says that, you know, when people see her, they think she's stuck up because she's, you know, very pretty. And I'm going to tell you this real quick. Because she said that, I'm going to be looking out for her for this entire season to see, <laughs> is she stuck up? Continue. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, she does like a mix between, like, Karuchi and Soraya from mm-hmm, Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is cute. But, um, yeah, I will say I hope, you know, her her look her look is not her whole personality. I hope so, too. Ugh. <laughs> so uh, we see Brandon and Tiffany, you know, they meet um, and it's clear that they find each other attractive. And then Brandon, you know, he says, oh, she's on team Brandon. Right. You got that voice. He's on team Brandon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so then we have Chris. Chris is from D.C., a.k.a. the DMV. Mm-hmm. And he's attending the University of Miami. He's a junior and he's studying finance and accounting. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon and Chris, apparently, they already knew each other. Yeah. Uh, Brandon notices him right away when he was walking towards the yacht. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't expect to see each other, you know, I guess on this experiment, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. And they both seem to be like they're going to be on demon time during this uh, yeah. this show. Yeah, definitely. You're good. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to be transparent. You know, we're recording this out in the living or uh, in the what do you call it? The kitchen, the the dining room table. So you find hear some noises in the background. Shout out to my boy Josh. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, so we got Allison. She's mm-hmm. a junior. She attends the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. She plays the flute. She's giving us Rachel True. Yeah. Uh, anything that stands out to you about her? I mean, all I can say is what you just said. I mean, her vibe seems cool mm-hmm. from like when we first started. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, again, Rachel Through True. This journey of discovery. Finding you and finding <laughs> Finding me. you and finding <laughs> All right, and then we have yeah. our Paul Wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Paul Wall. Paul. Yeah. So he is a freshman at Broward County Community or Broward Community College, and he's majoring in business. And you know, he's saying that he's half white and half Jamaican, but he also he grew up with his mom, so he says like, I'm also white. So I guess he said that to acknowledge that I don't know he's also white, and he's definitely white. Passing, Because yeah. I didn't know that he was biracial. I mm-hmm. just thought it was giving Malibu's Most Wanted. I don't know why I said that, but that's what it was giving. But you said it. I said uh, it, and I feel bad about it. I'm going to apologize immediately. And he, um, in the clip that we saw saw him, it looks like he was giving some, you know, biracial slam poetry. And he was. Shout out um, to that one chick on yeah. TikTok. Um, he says, another night dealing with black and white. Can you believe it's 2008? And there's still a fight. Uh, <laughs> them, those are his words, not mine. Really deep. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy though is that he he comes up with this poem. You know, black white, still putting up a fight. He tells us that he's Jamaican, half white. But then he kind of said something along the lines of like, but he doesn't really like to get into race and stuff like that. So then why'd you bring it up? I hate to say it, but I hope this will not be a theme for the entire season where we have to keep talking about the fact that he's biracial slash white passing yeah i think it's fine like in the first episode to know who you are yeah but when it comes like your whole give us more layers yeah exactly um so speaking of that we go move into terry she is 19 years old and she's a sophomore at the university of florida and she's from norfolk virginia 757 you know there's a lot of you know dmv virginia in the Mm -hmm. high world too but still quick question now that you bring that up Uh because there's a debate about what is considered dmv Emphasis on the V. 
Would you consider North? So Northern Virginia obviously is part of the V, right? Yeah. Would Central Virginia be considered a part of the V? No. Wow. Would it the, wouldn't. Would it's the Hampton not. area be considered a part of the V? No, because DMV is DC, Maryland, Virginia. Like there's just DMV. So like there's DC, and in Maryland there is PG County, Montgomery County. And so I, certain portions of yeah, Maryland that we like, consider. I think Charles County now, since more people moved. And then in Virginia is Alexandria, Arlington County, Fairfax County, and now Prince William and Loudoun because again more people move. It's like that is the DMV. So you can get added on, but this is the thing. There's well, been a lot of people move. of Northern Virginia have been moving down but to the Central Virginia, is, making the cost of living high as hell. Richmond is not Northern Virginia, like. But it's DMV. If it's, it should be DMNV. No, DMV. <laughs> oh wow! No, it's D. No, it. Like, Richmond has their own area. Like, North, you know, the Tywater area, there's, like, Hampton, Newport News, Norfolk. Ch- like, they... That's Why it can't own- be DMNV? There's only one DMV. But the V... The V is Virginia, just like the M is... Not everything in Maryland is considered part of the DMV. Okay. So just like not everything in Virginia is part of the DMV. And also, y'all, I don't know if y'all going to hear this or not, but I keep hearing some popping sounds. I promise <laughs> you it's not gunshots. We are recording this around the weekend of uh, the 4th of July. So just keep that in mind. Anywhere with a subway line is the DMV. So if you Oh, wow. Yeah, well, there could be a subway line if you go to Subway and walk aside and try to get a sandwich <laughs> made. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, t- back to Terry. Back to Terry, honey, so she from is Norfolk. A, yeah, she, she's not a, pa- a part of the DMV. <laughs> exactly. So she's not. <laughs> she's a pageant girl, and you know, from the um, from the from the start, she seems to be like a a go getter type. You know, she's basically on her grind. Basically, that's how the the image that she gives. And she walks into the boat, the yacht, and then you know she sees Brandon. Like, oh God, Brandon! Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. on team. Yeah, everyone's Brandon. on Brandon, and you know she's like, he's cute, and then. He thinks that she's cute. And you can see right there during that scene, like the competition starting between Tiffany versus Terry and Terry. And Tiffany even says, I'm getting these selfies mixed up. See, let me tell y'all something. Y'all know I don't remember her names. They're going to have me jacked up. But Tiffany says that she thought that Terry would be competition from the jump because she saw him for her. She saw her from afar. She yeah. was like, she looked like she's going to be competition. But then she said when she got on the boat, she looked at her hair and said, never mind. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of her hair? Honestly, I didn't like it didn't seem that bad though at first. Her edges I mean, I think her edges did fine because they were in humid weather. They were out in the middle of the boat in the sun, so they didn't like do that thing that edges tend to do when it's humid outside. Hmm. So, you know. Mm. But it's you know, definitely a little competition trying to fight for their man. Yes. Well, wannabe man, whatever. And then you hear Terry have an open discussion talking about like what her type of dude is. She says she like her dudes with mm. muscles and blah, 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 blah. So wait. Don't ask me. I'm going to ask you. What's Don't ask me. Dude? I knew he was going to ask me this because <laughs> you messy Ray. Um, well, you know, this is a messy reality breakdown. I don't have a type like mm-hmm. uh, Ray Sherman said. Bad <laughs> dudes is the only thing that I like. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> We have Kyle, senior, Florida, AMU, University. He is the main reason, as I told y'all earlier, why I wanted to watch this show. Mm-hmm. He's from Tallahassee. Uh, shout out to our fellow journalism major. He is doing, P- is, PR is considered journalism, right? Well, a different part type of, of mass communication. Part of mass communications. Mm-hmm. Ray is a print mean, major. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You. Uh, you say you no, mean I like I'm not talking about, <laughs> talking about Kyle. Yeah. No. Ray is a mass communications. Uh, I'm sorry. The print journalism. Print agent. journalism. I did broadcast, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see some people. So shout out to Kyle with the PR. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, did you make any friends that were in the PR? No, that's but that's the thing. So we're gonna so we're gonna talk about this because well, at our school, like I felt like there's mass communication, but it was split. There was like PR, and then there was advertising, and then there was like journalism, mm-hmm. broad, broadcast, and print. Mm-hmm. I was just really those are the only people I really like connected with. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, and it's funny, well, advertising because I didn't even we know didn't see anyone them. from advertising. We didn't see them. I don't think we took did we take classes with them. I yeah Clarence Thomas Clarence class Thomas. not the oh shit. not the Justice Supreme Court we Sorry. actually had a a professor named Clarence Thomas and let me tell you yeah. I liked him way better than I liked yeah. this uh, court dude so, that's fine yeah but I felt I didn't really make any friends in the PR side I didn't really know them so I didn't either it seemed like it would be fun the only we touched on it a little bit when we were studying it the only thing I remember is that you do three number signs at the end of a press release when you write it. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, we have to write a fake press release. Yeah, so yeah. do we. All right, well, moving back um, on. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, Kyle is the reason why I wanted to watch it. And then shortly after his arrival, we have Melon. And she's strutting down the boardwalk in her, you know, color blocked top model. Um, color blocked uh, scarf with the tag hanging out the back. Had nice little, um, <laughs> had nice little cut up jeans. Had a little heels on. You know, you see Kyle over there sizing her up and down, looking like this might be a nice little kiki. But um, you know, she says, you know, she attends Florida Atlantic University. Mm-hmm. She's a sophomore who's majoring in broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know, um, she might look familiar to some, but she's actually currently on the Real Housewives of Dubai. Oh, is she? Is she the one that's married and got all them kids? Yeah, I know that she's a fashion designer. She, like, designs, like, maternity wear. And I think she also designed some for Beyonce when she was pregnant. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Thank you for uh, <laughs> dropping that knowledge. I might have to... Br- I know it's knowledge. If y'all have seen how he looked at <laughs> me, <laughs> I know the word is knowledge. Um, I actually want to catch maybe just maybe one or two episodes just to see. And maybe after we watch the show, I yeah. might want to just, you know, look at that. And this is not a dig. Actually, I'm not going to say anything. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so I did jump the gun, but uh, I was telling y'all previously that Kyle and she's Sizer, a pageant girl too. Sorry. She's so we have two pageant girls. Mm-hmm. We have Terry. We have Milan. If they were in a competition, which one do you think will win first place? Go, Milan. Let me tell you. I hope y'all really can't yeah. hear this because this is getting on my nerves. Yeah. These pop pop pops. Okay. Hope it's just fireworks. And want to know something? Every time that we do this in person, it's always something. <laughs> I have to tell y'all, if y'all listen back to our, it was either it was our first or second season. Of, um, so our first season. Yeah. Raymond was, I mean, Ray, <laughs> Ray was trying to get through a cornbread story. <laughs> and it just, it took us like three or four takes. So hmm. welcome to podcasting. But, uh, but um, no, I forgot what <laughs> well, we were just talking about. Kyle and Milan, yeah. and the reason why I wanted to watch this show mm-hmm. is because it seemed like they were bonding at first, right? Mm-hmm. And he was asking her about her outfit, and he was like, yo, you know, you have to cut my jeans up, because oh, she sorry. had on cut jeans. Go you ahead. You said who would win. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, I, I really said Milan. What do, who do you think? I think... Boo! I guess... Mm, I guess Milan. I just don't like her personality. Yeah. Hopefully, it hasn't changed on this season. I don't watch this show. Oh, you I don't just watch know it? about because, you know, social media. And all, yeah, you know. she doesn't seem like a likable character, but neither does Terry now that I think about it. Just from how I've seen, just from first impressions. Mm-hmm. They might, you know, I can change my mind. I'm but allowed I'm to sorry. do that. Go back to what you were saying. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, I have fake ADD, so I'm all over the place. But, <laughs> yes. So Kyle was sizing her up and he sees her jeans and they're all cut up. And he's like, you have to um, cut up my jeans. She's like, yeah, I can do that for you. And then he was talking about her scarf, talking about her whole outfit. And she proceeds to ask him, so are you gay? 
Let me just say this. I took a problem with it because you literally mm-hmm. just met this person. How yeah. do we go from talking about fashion? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I know why they did it, but going from fashion to just ask about this man's sexuality. First of all, we're on a reality show. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this is going to be on tape forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Hint, yeah. we were watching this in 20, 2023 and the show was uh, aired in 2008. With him being young, we don't know if he was out the closet at that time in his life. Yeah. So it's like you were forcing him to be mm-hmm. outed. Yeah, and it's just like this reminding me. Like, I felt like this was very 2000s. I'm not saying it doesn't happen now, but I feel like in the 2000s especially, people just be like, oh, is you gay? Right. You gay? Like, like, just even if we have assumptions, because we all have assumptions right. about anything, but mm-hmm. it's like you don't just go up to someone randomly and just and ask just a personal question like that. Like, you don't even know that man's favorite color, and you just jumping exactly. into asking if he's gay. And I feel like when he responded, he said, no, I'm not gay. No, she said, are you gay? And he said, no. Then she said, are you bi? Are you bisexual? Mm-hmm. And he said, no. And he was like, I don't know. There was just a little back and forth that went there. And he was like, no, I'm not gay. Yes, I'm gay. No, I'm not gay. Yes, I'm. Mm-hmm. And to me, I wonder if he was processing it in real time. Not whether or not he was gay, because I know that he knows his sexuality. Mm-hmm. But did he want that out there on national television? Because again, yeah, yeah. who's to say that his parents... I mean, even if they know, he may have never said it out loud to them. Mm-hmm. So he probably had to process that. We don't know if that was the way that he came out. Yeah, and I thought, you know, it was just definitely inappropriate. And, you know, as we go on, there's going to be more conversation about this. And I really... <laughs> We're going to talk about him more because it's just insane. So Milan also, Milan says that, you know, the reason why she brought that up is because, you know, gay guys are seem like the ones that are really into shoes and fashion, not really straight guys. And she's just basing it off of her boyfriend. And I just, it's just very shallow black and white type thinking. Like, like what? Yeah, I really. Yeah. You could tell that they were going to, I don't know. Yeah. But they do. I don't remember how the argument escalated and how it died down for a little bit before they got on the yacht do you recall i don't i think from what we saw after that we just see them get on the yacht and then they you know um they're the last ones so then terry um they we go though terry you know she sees milan and she's saying like you know she's kind of high maintenance and i don't know what to think about her yet Mm -hmm. so you know eh, and they're kind of hoping that they don't clash with each other yeah and then milan says to the group that you know, they need to get it all out. So she starts asking them, like, so tell me about y'all's relationship status. Mm-hmm. I think that might be an appropriate question, yeah, right? Because yeah. you're about to be living with each other. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we're not crossing lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone's like, oh, well, I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. And she's like, well, I have a boyfriend. And here we go, adding fuel to a fire that wasn't necessarily put yeah. all the way out. Milan says... Is anyone... Did she say, is everybody straight? Is anybody gay? I don't know how yeah, she presented she the question. Like, who is gay? Who is straight? Or, you know... And then Al says, oh, she's bi. And then Kyle says, you know, well, he's straight as a joke. And then high fives her because, you know, we see Milan, like, doing it again. And the high five went to yeah, Allison. To, mm-hmm. And again, you could tell that that was a dig. And again, it's not appropriate to ask people that you just mm-hmm. met. I mean, your ass ain't been on the um, boat for how long to get it hot yeah. for you to be asking people about asexual orientation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, side mm-hmm. sidebar. It's a little rant. Not a rant, but just a random backstory. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a friend I was really close to um, all through middle school. Our parents knew each other, everything. And everyone knew that I hung out with this guy. And my friends would ask me, is he gay? 
And I never answered. Number one, because he never told me. Number two, because it was none of my business. And I never asked him. Um, but we were really close. I just never discussed mm-hmm. that with them. And I was really happy for him because when we were adults, he sent me a message and he was telling me he had a boyfriend. He was like, and his name is. And that's how he came out to me. And I think that that's how it should be. You should allow yeah. that person to have the power mm-hmm. to ask or to tell you rather. Yeah. Um, so that was just my little background story. So yeah, I do feel some type of way that Milan questioned and then put him on the spot mm-hmm. more than once. I think, you know, what I don't like about coming out stories, I feel like they, if you're not straight, then you're just expected to do it. And I feel like a lot of ways it's the coddle like straight people. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I agree. It's just, it's about you. Mm-hmm. Like when you, if you want, like, again, there's people that, you know, come out publicly. They say right. on social media and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then there's people like, you know, I know who I am, but like, I'm just telling people I know. Or why should to, I even have to tell exactly. them? If you know me, you know me. And, you know. Because straight people don't say, I'm straight. Yeah. And so. I feel like we shouldn't force people to, quote unquote, come out. Yeah, you know? It's, um, I think it's important to come out for those who might be fearful mm-hmm. and they don't know how to like, yeah. process what's going on so I think that that might be why it's important but again to just pull somebody out I think that that's problematic yeah definitely well speaking more about problematic so Kyle goes you know calls up Milan for questioning his sexuality Kyle goes off and just cussing you know what is he he was like you know what did you get that from Payless um, did your wash your weave messed up? Just all like yeah. just going in. That makeup, that mac on your face, that's kicked up. Like was asking the questions, and I gotta tell you, buddy was reading. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Milan says, you know, it was gonna come up anyway. So why? She said eventually. Oh. That was. I mean, not that the same same meaning, but this is the way she yeah, said. Yeah. It. it was like it was surely gonna. You know. It she was, was shady. Sure about it. <laughs> and then Allison, you know, ch- chimes in and says, you know, I don't think she she didn't mean it like that. She didn't mean it to offend you like that. So I felt, you know, in this moment, I did kind of feel bad for Kyle because I feel like he was just being gaslit constantly. And then we get into Paul and then Paul asks Kyle if he has a problem being gay. Kyle says no. And that, you know, Milan tried to call me out twice. And I don't, and he was like, I don't like how she did it. And then Paul brings up the question if like, you know, if Kyle thought that he was white. And I mean, I think that. I don't know. To me, I didn't see... I guess Correlation? He, yeah, I guess he was trying to relate to it, but it just seemed kind of... It's not the same. Kyle same. almost... I, I'm sorry. I almost thought that Paul was making a good point, but then he kind of messed it up. So mm-hmm. when he said, you know, do you have a problem with being gay? Mm-hmm. You know, then why are we making a big deal? It's like I can kind of see it from one side. Like if you are accepting of who you are, then it shouldn't be a big deal. But on the other side of that, again, why am I being outed? Yeah. And how did you know that I wanted to put my business out there? Like, mm-hmm. that's a very intimate question to ask somebody. Yeah. Whereas, like, on this boat full of strangers, we don't know anything about them. Exactly. Like, so you could tell that Paul was trying, but he was missing by, like, a long shot. Yeah, and I just hate when people ask those type of questions. Especially, you don't even know me. You don't know me. And then it's like, it's a it's in bad faith because you're just doing it to confirm. Like, to be a messy. Bi- yeah. Like, so... He goes on about, what was it? Pretty much <laughs> like, well, when you just saw me, you know, did you notice that? Did you assume that I was white? Yeah, I heard you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and people assume that I'm white all the time, but I'm not offended because my white, my skin is as white as da 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 Well, you're white passing. Like, right. he's white presenting. Like, right. That, you, racist, while it's not like, it's just, you know, 
One thing don't relate to the other. Yeah, like no one really knows anyone's sexuality. Unless you ask, which is none of your business. So... And, uh, yeah, so the bottom line, Milan really did out uh, Kyle, and yeah. Paul definitely didn't get it. But Brandon had a confessional, and he got it. And he pretty much was saying, like, he could tell that Milan was being messy. She was mm-hmm. making him the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was inappropriate. Yeah. So I, I like Brandon for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, using your straight privilege to recognize. Because that's another thing, too. I feel like a lot of black men get kind of iffy or talk around the subject or they're mm-hmm. not comfortable in spaces with other people who are part of the queer community. So yeah. I appreciate the fact that Brandon was secure enough within himself to speak up for mm-hmm. Kyle. Now, did he speak up for him on the boat? I don't know. But... Mm-hmm. That would have been cool if he did that in yeah. that moment. Continue. So, um, you know, after that, the boat is quiet and they're just waiting to arrive to the house. Awkward. <laughs> so they finally arrive to the house. And, you know, the house looks like you know, the house that was on the show, if anyone's seen it. Um, Claws. Claws. And, you know, it has like a nice little pool. They're out on the waterfront. Nice, you know, big white house. Mm-hmm. And they're just running excited. You know how typical. They go mm-hmm. to try to find the bear. Ooh, mm-hmm. hey. And Kyle's yeah. letting it be known. I'm not sharing no room with a bunch of dudes. Because I know you're going to be up in this house effing. Probably going to be effing one of the chicks in the damn house. And I ain't trying to be no parts of that. Um, we do see a moment where Allison goes up to Brandon. I'm sorry. Goes up to Kyle. And she's mm-hmm. like, again, saying, hey, I really don't think that she was trying to offend you. You know. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if. Things can be perceived differently because she's speaking from a woman's perspective Mm -hmm. and she's bisexual. I don't know. Um, But I wish that she could have at least understood where he was coming from and why. Because, again, like you said, she was putting him out there two Mm -hmm. times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that was a little offensive because I'd already let you know earlier. Mm-hmm. I'd already checked you earlier yeah. on questioning me. So the fact that you went on the yacht in front mm-hmm. of people now. Exactly. So, yeah, bitch, you, you know what the fuck you she was doing. She was doing. <laughs> Messy Milan. You see how that works out? Um, so, and then we see, who was it? it was, Brandon and Terry. Yeah, and that was weird. They're getting to know, and they were, they were getting to know each other. They were like, you know, we look like we're Brother and sisters. Like, I didn't understand that. Was it trying to flirt? I think, well, that's some ancestral type <laughs> shit. If that was the case, you know what I think exactly happened is I think that Terry is clearly attracted to Brandon, as is Brandon's attracted. Brandon got his eyes on a few people in that house, number one. And their name still happens to start with a T. Um, so I think you're trying to play it off like, oh, well, we could be siblings. Well, I'm going to call you my brother. And you could be my sister. I think it's kind of like to try to put each other in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. But I think things change as we get later in the episode mm-hmm. where it's like the bluff is like, just stop fronting. Yeah. Do we still say fronting in 2023? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, go ahead. Because no, there, uh, there was an apology session. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to skip over. You don't think it's important to bring well, that up? Well, it is. So, this, um, did Kyle apologize to Milan? Kyle went to Milan. Yeah. He said he felt like he knew that he was overreacting or whatever. And he was like, listen, I just felt like you were trying to put me out there a couple of times. I'm sorry, I need to scratch you with my long nails. Um, <laughs> sorry. I scratched very <laughs> by accident. I know. I scratched him with my long nails. Um, but he was just like... 
pretty much like he didn't really come out to them yet. I don't remember how yeah. the apology went, but I think it's worth noting that mm-hmm, they made up and he feels like he wants to get along with everybody in the house. They now. shut their differences. So yes. the next scene, there is a delivery guy at the door yes. and he arrives with like a bread basket looking um, thing. It's from BET mm-hmm. welcoming, welcoming them to the house and that, you know, enjoy the pool party. So in the basket, there's actually like some towels and like swimsuits mm-hmm. and trunks, whatever that they wear and they go out and, you know, dress up to have a good time at the pool. Right. So, you know, we see Terry, Tiffany, Milan. We see the women at the in the pool. Right. And we see like Paul, Chris, and Brandon just look, you know, seeing like looking right. like from a distance. Uh-huh. And being, Predators. Yeah, kidding. being like, you know, Brandon his voice, you know, yeah, just seeing the girls over there. <laughs> you know, they looking really good and I don't know. You know, just, and they were so <laughs> weird about it because like when they did approach the pool, they just sat down. They were still in their street not streetwear. That sounds not what I'm <laughs> They were still in their regular clothes. And I just think it's weird. Like, if we're at a pool, then why are you... I don't know. And it's funny. I was kind of surprised they were kind of shy because they seem like... Into especially themselves. Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Like, he definitely seems like the fuckboy type. So, let me go ahead and... And, and he did just that. Yeah. You know, he took his trunks off and... Mm-hmm. I mean, no. He took his pants off. He took something off because I saw his, his chest. Off. Yes. And you could see, this is the thing, the ladies were gazing now, but they were trying to play it off, but they asses got caught. I can't even say 4K, but they definitely got <laughs> caught on television. Uh, you see Tiffany doing a quick little glance. You can tell that she's mm-hmm. liking what she's seeing, and same with uh, Terry. Uh, yeah. But this is the thing. You see Terry, no, you see Tiffany and Brandon kind of making a connection, having mm-hmm. conversations and stuff. And what was it? They were talking about something. He was like, yeah, because t- Tiffany told me that she talks a lot. Mm-hmm. And so then you see this competitive oh, yeah, side Terry of Terry. Is like, you know, I can. I also talk a lot or something. I'm like, like yeah. So he, you don't see him like a brother. But then she was also saying how, like, you know, she will want something to happen, but I want him to pursue me. But I think she's already kind of yeah. messed it up. She's made it weird. Yeah. That sibling comment. Do you think, um, are you someone that likes to be pursued? Or do you, it just it doesn't matter. It just depends on how you're comfortable you are with I ain't chasing after no damn body. I can't even run, okay? Let me tell you something. If you see me and you want to talk to me, you better talk because closed mouths do not get fed, okay? Anyway. Because I wish I would go around here and run after some goddamn body. That basically ends the episode. So it basically ended like with Terry and Tiffany like at comp, you know. Competing over Brandon. Brandon, a flip flip. (laughs) Right. It was giving flavor flavor for sure. Um, So... Winners and losers. You go first. My winner is Kyle. Mm-hmm. And my... Okay, do you want to say both or just wait? We can say our winners and we can say our losers. So my winner is Kyle. So mm-hmm. which, who's your winner? I put two winners. Okay. I wrote Kyle uh, because, again, mm-hmm. he stood up for himself. And even though he did get himself upset and kind of outside of his character, as he said, I think... Most importantly, he actually impressed me before that interaction between him and Milan. He just mm-hmm. had the most personality. When he yeah. came on the camera, I was very, um, what is it called? Engaged with what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's perfect that he's doing PR. He would clearly be perfect in PR. I hope he's still doing PR mm-hmm. or something in the degree of just putting himself out there. He just seemed really comfortable on the camera. Uh, my other winner was Brandon, but only in a small percentage of the fact that, like I said mm-hmm. earlier, he spoke up and said that Milan was being messy yeah. and it wasn't right that she did that. And I appreciate the fact because, again, I feel like sometimes straight men, and I'll say some, are fearful 
to speak up and defend somebody mm-hmm. a part of the queer community. I'm telling you, y'all would have think that I'm up in the ratatata. Because <laughs> I hope it is not. Anyway, disregard me rambling right now. Because, again, I'm distracted by the background noises. Mm-hmm. Let's go into the losers. So my loser is Milan. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty we don't self really, yeah. yeah. What she did was messed up and inappropriate. And, yeah, I just didn't like it. Very bad faith. I put two losers. Ooh. I put Milan for obvious reasons, and okay. also put Terry because. Oh, I mean, no, I'm interested. Like, <laughs> I like the gasp. Y'all did hear the gasp? <laughs> I put Terry as a loser because clearly you're interested in Brandon, and so the fact that now you're you you made the sibling comment, which I thought was really corny and whack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like when y'all are in the pool and you see that there's a connection between Tiffany mm-hmm. and Brandon, you see that they're engaging. Now you're trying to get the sloppy seconds. No, sis, when he had put the spoon in your mouth, you should have ate it the first time. So do you think she's playing games? I think she's playing games, but it's kind of like, you can see that Tiffany's not ashamed to say that this is the dude that I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know, make a connection with. It's like she wants to put her feet in the water. But right, then, like, no. right, <laughs> right. Like, and I just think that's really, I don't know, just makes her a loser. In my is it opinion. giving, is she trying to do like a whole like hard to get thing? I think she probably started with hard to get. And like I said, created that boundary with the we look like siblings type shit. Because mm-hmm. I just think yeah, that's that weird. Yeah, that was weird. That was <laughs> and so then when you see, listen, you got c- competition. Now you're trying. And I just yeah. don't like that whole, I ain't fighting over nobody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. What would you rate the episode, first episode? I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Okay. I did a little bit lower, but not that much lower. Okay. Well, I would say just for, again, I, I enjoyed the episode. Like, it, it def- I, uh, I'm definitely interested in watching the second. It really got me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This show was really, this show was f- a fun-ass mess. Did you watch it previously to today? Do you no, remember the season? No, so I'm just telling my in general when I watched it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, it was just like a good watch. I mean... And I think that's why that's why I don't really like the celebrity. So when I heard about them bringing college show back, I thought it'd be cool. Like, okay, so we're gonna see like you know younger, you know, I guess like you know Gen Z, you know, mm-hmm. new generation of college mm-hmm. and like what they're going through and all that shit is gonna sue in the house. Mm-hmm. But when I heard like they're gonna bring celebrities, I'm like, oh shit, because yeah. it's gonna be fake. Right. It's just not Staged. gonna be authentic, and yeah. that's why I like about College Hill and Grant's reality show. You know, they some do. things might be a little staged, yeah. but it's a lot more authentic. But these are gen- real people. Exactly. Like they're going to school, like they're getting their degree. Like these are real people you would just know and meet. Mm-hmm. So it just felt even. Even if there was drama, it felt it came across more organic, especially being in a house yes. with these different personalities. Right. Like stuff is going to happen. And one thing that I didn't realize is that they all go to. Well, I knew it after we watched it, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that they all go to different colleges, universities, community mm-hmm. college. Like I didn't realize that. And I can't wait until the end to just see how this show evolves yeah. by the last episode. I also like the fact that this is only like. Roughly 30 minutes, of course, mm-hmm. without the um, commercials, like 22 minutes. Yeah. So it's a quick watch. And the other thing is, I can't wait to kind of do some research to see what they're doing now. You told us what yeah. Milan is doing. But I'm also curious about, like, where's Paul? Does he still have his braids? Do he still wear fronts? You know, yeah. is Brandon so still nice we, and shit? like, um, announce th- that we're going to do an episode with, like, a Where Are They Now episode? I think that might be doing too much. We could just do that well, at the end of the season. It, but we could do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think at the end we can. Okay, like a post-episode recap of the last episode. And just be yeah, like, and just like, okay. where are they now? Now, um, I used now. to like those countdowns. Like, I used to love watching Where Are They Now? <laughs> like, mm-hmm, VH1. That's yeah. another thing that Ray and I have connected on. We used to love watching VH1. I feel like a lot of the things that I know about pop culture prior to my time is because mm-hmm. I love the 90s, I love the 80s, I love mm-hmm. this. 
uh, 70s, 60s. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of pop culture events I know because mm-hmm. of that show. The best it. music videos of the 90s yes. or 80s. Yes. The best, the biggest child stars of the, like, you know, it was mm-hmm. just like all of it. Yes. I kind of feel bad for like younger generations who kind of just don't. I mean, we're young, but you know what I mean. I think the attention span is not yeah. there either. So, like, we have TikTok. So, they could probably find out, but it'll be, like, in a yeah, 15 to 30-second video. Yeah, I would watch that, like, all day. Yes. <laughs> like, just on TV. Hmm. I wonder if it's on YouTube. Well, you know what? We'll figure yeah, that out after not. this episode. <laughs> so, well, that wraps up this episode of Messy Reality Breakdown, the podcast where we break down our favorite reality shows in the name of fun, shade, and the splash of messiness. Catch you all next time. Bye-bye.